George Orwell did a great job not only by presenting the fact that uh, a whole generation and certain people could fall into submission that easily. And what I mean by this is we could see the battle between O'Brien and Winston as though Winston was very resistant to change and very resistant to believing that this is the new way and this is how you should think. And doing this brings up a lot of lessons that I would like to talk about, especially not only because they exist in real life, but we may not even understand that. And seeing these red flags could be the change between having actual freedom and pursuit of happiness, which is a divine law that we should all have, right? But apparently it gets taken away by very sneaky methods that people don't realize. And it could be taken, taken away by even your loved ones, which is the heartbreaking truth. Now, comparing this book of 1984, I would like to compare it to a book called Pimp, The Story of My Life by Robert Beck. We're going to go to Robert Beck real quickly and we're going to summarize exactly who he is. Robert Beck was, in fact, a pimp and pimp make money by, can anyone guess it? Oh, well, if you didn't, a pimp basically makes money by taking advantages of the female body, hence sexual acts and whatnot. Now. Robert Beck is very famous, and there are a lot of stories and lessons that come out from his book. And one thing that we should all learn from his book is that no matter who you are, you can change and be a better person. That's why he wrote this book. But he also pointed out several techniques and basically you know, explains himself the story of his life and the struggles, supposedly the struggles he had to go through while building uh, his career, supposedly. Now, the story goes like this. There was a girl who was very hard to control and she was not a customer, which means that he didn't know her and she lived her life a normal life. But he knew that she had potential to make him very much money. So what did he have to do? Well, he had to make sure to break her down. He had to make sure to reach in the reel in the client, make her think this way and make her do these certain acts. Now, the thing is, there was one thing already that coincidentally or not coincidentally, I should say, but. Basically, there was one goal in mind that they both had at that time, which was money. The pimp wants to make money off the girl and the girl wants to make money. Well, how exactly do you do that? Easy. You offer a solution, kind of like a risk to reward system. You offer this and in change, you get this. But presenting that idea to the female at first was like, well, no, I don't really want to do that, but I still want the money. Well, here's where you want to break down the person. You want to break down to where they basically think exactly how you think and start to do goals and methods exactly how you do the first instance of this was by beating her and this worked why because we all know that torture kind of works for a reason the reason to torture is to torture and whatever you get along with the information you know certain duties that's an add-on plus now here we see several instances where winston and o'brien had that battle by creating pain and by creating torture, Winston was open to believe and to be brainwashed. Here, we want this female to do actions. We want this female to do work for us. So we beat her down, we break her down, and then we help her, saying, you do this and I will give you this. So by breaking down her character, we basically initiate the thought process that we need to follow along and we need to think how they think in order to not get beat again and in order not to think like that. But here's where it all gets twisted up. When you beat a person and you keep beating him, all they think is, well, I don't want to get beat again. But what if I beat that person and I help that person? Here, indeed, we see that the change was they became this person, but now they became a nice person, which 
kind of hijacks the brain into thinking, well, I can trust this person. And now I like this person because they changed for me. They beat me up, but they helped me. This is the wrong way to think, by the way. I don't I don't think you should think like this at all. But this is exactly what O'Brien was taught to do to others and especially to Winston. Now, the girl was beat and she was taught to think exactly how Robert Beck wanted her to think. Hence, gaslighting and brainwashing and creating its own reality and other factors that made her think that this was the right thing to do. Now, we have to consider the fact that this girl, she had a life before this, which means she had freedom. She had things to do. She had groceries to buy. She didn't have to do this life. But she wanted it all because of a simple goal, which was what? Money. Here in O'Brien and Winston, we can see that that simple goal was actually just to see what's real. And O'Brien offered it to him. He said, look, I can give you what's real. But in fact, he was lying. And this is where the gaslighting and the brainwashing and the torturing and the mischief becomes along. Because he offered Winston, I give you this. But in order for you to do that, I'm sorry, but I don't have to break you down. When in fact, all really... All he really wanted from from Winston was for him to believe and for him to love Big Brother. Now, in this case with Robert and his uh, his uh, his customer or his client, I should say, um, she was reaching her limits. She was basically saying, I, I can't do this job anymore. I don't think it's good to do this job anymore. And we should all know that we all have physical limits. Once you break those limits, you tend to lose who you really are. Now, it's said that the most famous storytelling rules is that to explain a good story, you should have a character, time, and place. And that is true. You need to have all three to basically make even the simplest of stories. But when you take those away from a person, you lose, or I should say they lose their morale, their principles, the reason, the thought as to why they're there, why they're doing, and the motive that's behind all their actions. This is very this is really shown in 1984. He doesn't know what day it is. He doesn't know how much food he's going to get. He doesn't know where and what he is. But all he knows is that a couple minutes pass by. And with this, we see Winston start to lose as to why he should feel a certain way. He starts to lose the vision of who he is himself. And losing this not only makes you think in a certain way where you're not even thinking or having a process behind your mind to where you are thinking in a way of purpose and functionality but you start to being kind of like an open door as a sponge you're just taking everything in just to take everything in and just to get out of pain or just to say i don't want this lived life anymore so i would like to just live in this way where i can just absorb information use it and get out of pain that's it that's what basically winston's mentality was he didn't think of thinking rationally which was another example the two plus two equals four but in this case it equals five why to avoid pain to avoid torture here in robert and beck robert uh beck and his client he basically said you give me money and you get money that's basically all you have to do do your job and you will have sustainable income and you will have a life that you want to live yada 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 the problem was that she was reaching her limit her physical limit which was i don't want to do this job anymore being that limit was the hardest part, not only because Robert Beck knew that this was going to come at any given moment, but he didn't know exactly what to do after that. Now, here's a story of how he basically got her to stick around for a couple more years. He basically planned a death. He said, go, you know, serve this client, do whatever he wants, take the money, and that's your last job ever. His 
client was actually his friend and his friend faked to die with her so she would feel guilty as to killing him which this basically translates into gaslighting extreme gaslighting and here goes the perfect example of uh winston and o'brien scene where he's holding the paper and he throws in the memory hole and he said that paper never existed and winston said well i just saw the paper it clearly existed well it didn't exist here here in this incident with robert and his client he basically said you killed him we didn't kill him i just told you what to do but the fact that you killed him that's all you so now you owe me something and here we thrown back into this reward system saying you want to get out of this situation you're gonna have to follow and do as i say for the next couple of months so we don't go to jail you don't want to go to jail and she says well no i don't want to go to jail that's that's basically another reward saying i won't let you go to jail as long as you do this for me i'll get you out of this pickle as long as you do this for me and bam she stuck around for another four or five years doing the same job she hated that she couldn't handle for one minute longer She's got stuck there for five years longer, four or five years approximately. And this is an evil, evil way of basically hijacking the nervous system and brain and thoughts and process as to how, you know, you want to live your life. And people do this all the time, especially with the rich and poor. The ratio as to how it is, is very cruel. And people do this to us all the time especially just having a job or having a friend saying, hey, if I give you this, I'll give you this. And I think the most important lesson that I could take away from these two books is even the person who is feeding you is also the person who could be beating you. Um, The same person who you would like to think that you love could be the same person as to why you hate. And we can see it in O'Brien and Winston. We can see as to why he hated O'Brien, but he loved O'Brien. He loved O'Brien. Robert Beck and his client, she hated the job and she hated Robert. But it's brought what brought her food to the table. So he had to love her. She had to love him. In any case... These both of these books were amazing books and they both teach lessons, but I think we should all remember that we all have limits and it's the reason as to why I have we have vacations and why we have a nine to five and why we have all these certain limits as to why, you know, because the mind and body cannot take that much stress. It just cannot. It's it cannot. You have to take a break someday. Right. And these lessons from the book basically fall under the totalitarianism and suppression topic which i think is a topic we should all talk about at least once in a lifetime because we we are so grown up to believe that you should always defend yourself but you never really know that the person who really loves you may be the one putting you in that situation you know the guy feeding you might also be the guy hitting you it could be applied to a thousand different reasons but i love 1984 and I love Robert Beck because they taught me this not only to share with other people but to also realize that this is very real this is very real and you know you could be demoralized and you could have extreme pain and torture but uh never lose who you really are never lose who you are as a person because once you lose that you're open to become another person of another person's you're open to to be controlled and you're open to be um basically just monitored and everything and i love 1984 and i love robert beck and i think they're great books and i think that out of all the lessons that was the biggest one that stood out to me 
Um, in the real world, again, this could happen with politics. It happened with Hitler, with how exactly, uh, you know, they were taught to believe that there was, you know, there was no way Hitler was killing all those people in the concentration camps. And it's happening right now with uh, Russia and them because Russians don't know that there's a war going on. And uh, people with power can stay in power with the right with the right tools and it's a scary world out there but the key to this in my opinion and what i've been through and what i've uh, acknowledged is that as long as you know yourself and as long as you know who you are as a person uh you're good don't ever lose who you are as a person don't ever lose the motives you had as to why you do things because being with those will keep you surviving um yeah thank you for listening and uh see you Thank you.